Hello. Hello. My name is Abigail. And my name is Matt. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Polyglot, Polyglot Progress, Progress Podcast. Podcast. Best intro we've had in weeks. You say that like we didn't just rehearse it before we started recording. <laughs> it's like, This podcast is all a lie. We, we've we just re- rehearsed it. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome everybody to the, is this the sixth, fifth episode? Fifth episode. We recorded a fifth, but then it was not good. It was not up to par. So. Uh, but we will make up for that today. And Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, not falling prey to language difficulty, and in other words, what is the hardest slash easiest language to learn? And we also got a question from a viewer, um, and we will answer that at, I say viewer, listener, I guess. Listener, um, viewer, uh, we got well, it through Twitter, so we yeah, will definitely so answer his question at some point in the podcast. Thank yes. you so much for submitting it, and remember, you can ask us questions anytime, and if we do not, do not, if we do not answer them in the comments, uh, we will answer them in future podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or we'll give you an answer in the comments and then go in more in depth if it's something that we feel we've got a lot to say. Um, we'll probably answer it in a future podcast or make it a whole podcast worth if it's a really big really topic that we really question. have to talk about. Which uh, which our uh, the the listener that sent in the question today's name is Leon, I believe. Leon, how I how I would pronounce it. Was there an accent? Yes. Yeah, I probably. Uh, sorry if we pronounced your name wrong. <laughs> I, I, I very much apologize. for all the languages I've studied. I'm still really bad at pronouncing names. Like that's definitely my downfall. I'm good at remembering people's names. Like I don't have that problem, but I just can't pronounce anyone's names. <laughs> and I feel really bad because then also like I probably should, considering how many languages I know and things. Mm-hmm. Like, but I just I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel I'm pretty all right with those things. But again, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Um, but his question was, um, what do you do if you stop feeling encouraged about a language? And this is exactly what we're talking about today, which is falling prey. Yeah, it actually came like really in handy. Like We had our topic, and then we got that question. We're like, it's perfect. <laughs> um, so we'll probably save that to when it comes up, I think, in the podcast. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, but um, thank you very much, Leon, for submitting your question. Yeah, thanks for that. And um, we apologize if we mispronounce your name. Yeah, we're horrible. Um, but <laughs> they knew that. They knew that already. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I feel like what is the easiest and hardest language is something that's talked about just as often as like fluency. How many? Like, how fast can you learn a language? Yeah. Can you learn multiple languages at once? Like, this is one of those topics that's talked about that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I always find it a little bit weird because there's always, I've seen tons of like infographics that are really nicely made and I like the way they look. Same. But they're like the easiest, medium, and hardest languages to learn. English speakers. And and then it shows you like the closest related languages. I mean, in some aspects, I I understand um, how those are the easiest and like, because I mean, also, if you think about it, like if you speak Swedish, learning Norwegian is going to be really easy for Mm -hmm. you. But... And also, like, things like Dutch and stuff like that are really close to English, so they are easier, but, like, some of them I really don't think belong necessarily where they do, especially because then there's the people that are, like, learning Mandarin is impossible for an English speaker. It's the hardest language. It's so hard, and, like, it's just people are, like, really turned away from it because it's, like, oh, learn Spanish, that's easy why would you learn Japanese? That's so hard. Mm -hmm. Like... It's sort of just these common misconceptions that have sort of just been 
like diffused into the public and now everyone thinks it's an absolute truth that about like yeah. say mandarin when meanwhile i've heard mandarin has the same grammar structure as english yeah i've that's something i learned recently was it's it was something like that like the grammar is like um easy for english speakers or something to get a hold of i don't remember why um and it's like the tones and the characters that are the hard part but i've heard so many people like you just can't learn like learning chinese is so hard you got to learn all those characters or like man i could never learn chinese and it's like one of those things where maybe it's because i've learned so many languages that i'm kind of like Past okay that that's that's okay like i'm not that afraid of it like i i've got plans to learn japanese i've got plans to learn arabic and like while they do both have very different writing systems from what i know like i feel like the alphabet also was something that i always thought was going to be one of the hardest things and like since i like started studying alphabets like because i've learned like the arabic and like it was either hiragana or katakana for japanese i've forgotten both like for arabic and japanese but Mm -hmm. um like i i don't know like after i went over it like it was just something that wasn't as bad as people make it out to be yeah like learning other languages really isn't that hard and like yeah it's just not that bad and no, i mean i haven't I, I worked with agree. characters and stuff yet like that kind of thing like chinese characters and japanese mm-hmm. kanji but like i think if you just work on like it's the same as memorizing vocab words i feel like mm-hmm. if you just learn it you're fine yeah I, I, think I, I, I think i totally agree i think also it really comes down to it it's again on a personal level and i feel like that's something we've learned to say a lot on this podcast is you know oh it's based on your preference man but um I, I think what we also need to do is sort of break down the question and, like, what do we mean by, like, falling prey to this, like, idea of language difficulty because our language is difficult? Is it yes. not? Yes. I mean, but I think every language is difficult and every language is totally going to have agree. more difficult aspects, but it's mostly going to have easier aspects as well because if you think about it also, every language except for maybe a conlang that someone created to never really use and just made it insanely difficult Mm -hmm. every language was created and has adapted through human speech like as a means of communication so it was impossible to learn like no one would speak it exactly wow i really like that so like how many native speakers does mandarin have a ton and these are people like most of those people who speak can Maybe, should I say most? I don't have an exact number. Are people going to come after me for that? A lot <laughs> of people who speak Mandarin can also read and write mm-hmm. in Chinese. And obviously they've figured out how to do it. So, like, why now, can't you? I do have to counter that with it. apparently, like, kids during their primary years of education over in China do spend the majority of their time just learning the language. And mm, even, I didn't know that. That's even interesting. Even around... Uh, age 10 i believe you only know a certain amount of words based on your primary education this is just my knowledge i don't know if that's true I but you also ago. that's the same in america we only know a certain number of words when we're 10 true you're continuously learning vocab the yeah. sat has a section on vocab like <laughs> in high school um which by the way it's really good that you're learning French now because French helps so much on the SAT yeah. vocab section. <laughs> That's how I handled everything. And there were probably so many that weren't related to French, but I was like, it sounds like this French word. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna just go with that one. You'll probably do better too because you've got German too. Ooh. So you'll probably just be like, I know what everything means. <laughs> I got you. But uh, I've got a question for you. Do you think that you've ever fallen prey to um, the social misconception of a language's difficulty? 
um, like people telling me something's hard and me not wanting to learn it because it's hard. Yes. Like or, well, you wanting I mean, to learn something and then people going, oh, that's so hard. Why would you do that? Don't do that. Learn something like this. Oh, well, I mean, people, <laughs> the learn something like this happens for no matter what. Yeah. Um, like, literally everything. Like, French is currently the one that people are pushing as, like, the most useful language. And I've literally been told that me learning French is not useful. Yeah. Like... I feel like I, literally anything I learn, people are going to have something else that I should know. Yeah. Um, like I wonder just, if that happens in any country where someone is like, oh, I want to learn English. And then someone else is like, oh, don't do that. Learn Arabic, learn German, learn French. I guess it probably depends on your region. Like, if, yeah. if you're somewhere that really doesn't have a ton of... I'm wondering actually what will happen in the EU. Will that be considered like, do you yeah. want to learn English or will it be more useful or something else? I suppose that'll probably be something that will more so happen over time. Like, it'll probably be different when five years from now. When you say the EU, do you mean the EU or just the continent? I I mean, I don't know. I guess both, maybe. Okay, because I, I mean, mean, I, mean I can the understand EU... that happening in the continent, but I know the EU itself, like, as a as a unit, has, mm-hmm. um, I believe English is falling down as a one of the main languages in German no, Yeah, and that's French what or, I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, will it be the same that people want it, people who live in the EU, will they want to learn English five years from now? Yeah. Or will it be getting pushed to learn French and German? I wonder. And Spanish and things. Yeah. Like. Interesting, because, I mean, German Like, because it'll have... probably depend on who comes out as the strongest economy. Yeah. Um, what you'll want to learn. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that'll be interesting to watch, um, like, how that shifts. Yeah. Um, I totally totally agree that'll be interesting but, yeah so falling prey i guess like i have been put off i think mildly by like yeah, I don't know arabic I... and japanese and so, but never full like i mean it's not been something that has i've hindered, really actively has it hindered you though i mean because i haven't fully studied them like so but i feel like it, it does have some sort of like it feels like in my mind that it's going to be really hard to learn them mm-hmm. um so Although, there's kind like, of like a psychological barrier there. Yeah, I feel like there's a, a bit of a psychological thing. But um, I don't know. I feel like I've got my ways. Like I'm going to, as soon as I start learning Japanese, my plan is to start learning kanji along like with learning the other alphabets and learning just words and phrases. I want to start like studying kanji and just building vocab that way Yeah. so that I can recognize them. Um, but I feel like there is a little bit in my mind that's like, oh man, if I ever learn Mandarin, like four tones to le- relearn, because mm-hmm. of that one time I've learned them. <laughs> um, but like, and I know it definitely happened, like because we had that little bit of Mandarin when we were all choosing our languages for eighth grade. There was a lot of like, oh man, I'm not going to take Chinese. That's too hard. That's too much work. Really. But, I mean, my school probably wouldn't offer it going at the same pace if it wasn't possible to learn exactly. it at the same pace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. Anything language-related is possible because it exists. Yeah, That's something exactly. you need to realize. The languages that are alive now survived because they work. Yeah, and even, like, they've changed. Like, maybe Chinese had characters that was impossible to learn everything. Like, there used to be... I know, like, in China, like, there would be scholars who would spend their whole life and they still would never learn all the characters. Like, that was their, like, job was just to study characters. Um, But I think it's changed now. Like, they're losing some of the characters. They're, like, finding ways to combine things. They're, like, simplifying it a bit because otherwise, like, it just doesn't work because no one can spend their whole life doing it if you want other things happening in your country. Exactly. That would be impractical. Um, So, like, there's language changes and so it's changing 
to make things easier for you mm -hmm. because it just doesn't survive over time otherwise. Yeah, language as itself is meant to facilitate communication, like you said. So if it's, you can't communicate, like... <laughs> yeah, if you can't communicate, you've got a problem with that language. Um, yeah, but I do think there are ones that are harder for English speakers and, like, easier, but I definitely don't think languages are some languages are as hard as people make them out to be. Mm -hmm. Because they're the people that are like, it's almost impossible to learn Chinese as an English speaker. That's yeah. the one I hear the most. That's why I'm using it as an example. Because okay. that's definitely the one that, like, just as well as those, like, infographics that are like, Chinese is the hardest. Like, that's the one that I hear, like, in my daily life. Like, people are <laughs> like, man, Chinese is just, like, impossible. <laughs> I, uh, well, I wanted to say something. Uh, we We often keep referring to, like... The easiest language is for English speakers, and I just wanted to sort of put out there, this is only because we are English native speakers, but this is also the same for, say, your native German speaker. Yeah, that's why I Languages said, like, are going to be relative in their difficulty mm -hmm. and um, easiness to you based on your native language. Yeah, that's and why, so, like I said, with the, like, Swedish person learning Norwegian, like... Yeah. But, because also, something interesting is, like, Swedish and Norwegian, mutually intelligible. English doesn't have anything like that. No. Because um, Dutch is the closest language to us. But, like, an English person can't understand a Dutch person unless no. they've learned some Dutch. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's strange. English is, like, this weird I anomaly that's, like... <laughs> I remember hearing something where if you took uh, a Berliner and... Not not the pancake. A, a Berlin is that a person. a pancake, too? Uh, there's, it's the whole joke with John F. Kennedy. And he was like, ich bin ein Berliner. And that means, like, a Berlin... It's a type of waffle. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Because you're not supposed to say, ich bin ein Berliner, you're just supposed to say, ich bin Berliner, like, because uh, you know okay. how you do that with jobs and stuff. Okay. Same in French. I get it. Yeah. All right. There you go. Carry on. Um, so basically, I, I heard this one thing in class. I don't know if it's true. People can correct me on this. I, I imagine it's wrong because it doesn't sound true, but like, oh, come on. Uh, someone in Berlin. Charlie can't hang up or something? Yeah, who is it? I'm available. Yeah, answer it, hang up. Okay, so if you take a person who is a native person of the Berlin dialect and they walk in a straight line towards the Netherlands, I think I heard this. This sounds wrong because this is so far away now in my head. I'm thinking Berlin's over here. <laughs> Why the Netherlands are they are over walking here. to the Netherlands? <laughs> uh, that's a, I'm going to stop the story. It was something <laughs> along the lines of, what was it? Okay, I'm going to take a different example, and it has to do with Australia. If you have two aboriginal tribes that are set distance from each other, um, two, two villages, okay. um, but like they're completely different tribes, mm -hmm. there are going to be different villages in between there if you were to walk a straight line to these hypothetical villages. Mm -hmm. um, and if you speak this language over here, on, the, on this side, I'm pointing to the right, um, and you were to walk west towards this left village, um, you're going to be able to understand this village's language a little bit less of this, a little bit less of that, a little bit less of that until it's a different language over here. Hmm. So basically, like that was an example I yeah. heard once of like how mutual mutual intelligibility I mean, works. That's sort of and like what these I know. two people in the main villages over here will not be able to understand each other. Yeah. But in between there, from what I know, leniency. that's a bit like Italy, just because there's been there's so many like Italian dialects and like yeah. um, just like languages that are close to Italian, but like. There's so many languages spoken in Italy, too, like, because it's a pretty big country, like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Switzerland. Yeah, got... I mean, but they they border so many places that, like, it really changes, like, 
mm-hmm. closer to like German when you move up to the top, but then like you move down and, then and it's, it's a very Swiss much dialect not. German, and then it's Romanche, and then it's yeah. Italian, then it's a French dialect. Yeah, it's um, crazy. So I mean, there's that. Yeah. So you think you fall in prey? Um, I don't know because I've never like looked at a language and been like. Should I learn Chinese? No, it's too hard. Like, I've never, like, put never something completely off because I, of it. I, I do have to say, again, we are language lovers, so I don't think that'll ever really happen Yeah, see, us. I think that's part... Well, because also, I don't know, maybe if I was, like, had only learned French in school or something and was, like, looking to start a second language on my own... You'd see Mandarin and be scared. Maybe I wouldn't pick Mandarin. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I, like, wouldn't go for something like that. I mean, but also we need to bear in mind that I spent, like, my childhood, like, dabbling in random languages. Like, that's kind of always been something I've enjoyed. So, like, I don't think I'd ever really be put off by it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'd be more so, like, I'd want to try it out, and if it was too hard, I'd stop. But um, I don't think I'd ever not start something because it seemed too hard. All right. But, again, like, I feel like that's part of just who I am as a person. Like, I'm more open to to trying and struggling with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I can see why other people are, like, put off. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it also makes sense in not wanting to um, almost waste time and fail. It's uh, almost mm. the, the yeah. like, fear of failure, I think, is is there a lot of the time. But, I mean, uh, we both, I guess we can probably say this, we both got accepted to the Ed One Challenge. Yeah, you guys and can so, look for our progress videos on yeah so you're gonna be learning bulgarian and i'll be learning french and Mm -hmm. as we all know hopefully on here um i have been learning french for a few months now um however uh this actually even ties into leon's question which was um motivation i need the motivation to learn french i think um i've got a lot but i want more um Mm -hmm. and so but again i want i wanted and i was tempted to do a language i have no experience with for this yeah because um because like you said i'm not as we're not at least as scared of the failure because we we like that sort of grabbing a language and running with it yeah i mean because we're also we're planning something currently um Ooh, we're gonna for, talk about this i mean it's not really done so we can't talk a ton about it but we're planning a thing that's gonna be like a period of time possibly 24 hours and you're gonna take a language it could be something you're already working on or a brand new thing and just see how much you can get done in 24 hours um but like i've said that for the first one i'll probably be doing bulgarian because it'll be happening during the ad one challenge and i need to focus on bulgarian yeah but I, it'll be I happening said that, this summer it's gonna be a seasonal thing yeah but like the one in the fall my plan is to pick up something i've never touched ever yeah. like never looked at the alphabet never learned a single vocab word and see how much i can learn in 24 hours because it's one of those things where like we said i guess like i'm okay with failing and struggling with it because yeah. i guess also like i feel like i won't fail like I guess I have the confidence yeah. that, like, I might struggle and not learn much at all, but, like... You're gonna learn something, nonetheless. I'll learn something, and I need to... I know that I need to struggle through stuff in languages in order to get to a point where I won't be struggling. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so, yeah, uh... Do we want to talk more about how we get past... Um, like, little... Little bumps, like finding motivation and stuff? Mm-hmm. I think so because I mean that ties into Leon's question and it very well. Much yeah, has to like, do, do with, we want to talk about the question more? Do with uh, difficulty in languages. So. Um, okay. Well, first I'll just ask. I did have a question that's sort of related to the hardest and easiest language and things too. Yes. What do you think has been the hardest language you've ever studied, even if it was for like a really brief period of time and you didn't learn much? 
and what do you think was the easiest? Hardest language I've ever studied. Man, that's a tough one. Hold up, I need a second. Um, I would have to say that would have to be Osa. Mm-hmm. Um, and only why? Why I was just yeah, about to say. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is uh, one of the most foreign languages I've ever learned. And when I say foreign, I mean it is the only, uh, not the only non It's very far from Indo-European. Mm-hmm. It's part of an entire subcategory of Afro-Asiatic. Um, it's Bantu. And I mean, like having studied that, it gave me an easier time with Swahili. Mm-hmm. But I mean... I, I have to choose, say either Osa or Japanese. Oh yeah, yeah. Honestly, just because they're so far from Indo-European, and just I've had a lot of, I've had a very good time with Indo-European because everything's been I've been able to find connections and make those, mm-hmm. put the puzzle together, no matter where I am in so, the family. I know you stopped Japanese after a fairly short period of time, and you really haven't done much in Kosa. It's just kind of the yeah. bare bare basics, um, but. From what you have done with them, how did you move past them being hard? Like, how well, did you find the motivation to keep going and, like... Okay. Um, Finding motivation to keep going Well, for motivation me. and, like... Let me find the exact question for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on. <laughs> well, in finding motivation for me, I would remind myself why I'm learning the language. And this is something I see people say a lot in order to keep learning the language is remind yourself why. But then again, at the same time, I don't think people need a reason to learn languages. But you you have the question right there. So. Yeah, the question is, what do you do if you stop feeling encouraged about a language? Encouraged so about a language. Um, Zoe's probably outside the door. Okay. My dog wants to come in. Um, if I stop feeling encouraged... Like if you just feel like crap. You're learning a language and you feel like nothing's going right. Okay. What I do is I take a break from studying, mm-hmm. I, I will stop attempting to learn, and I will just immerse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I'll just listen to music blindly. Um, I'll just get that input with without trying. Um, I'll just listen to like French music, for example. Um, I'll watch a French movie. Um, I mean, with Japanese, I would listen to Japanese music, I would watch a show, I would watch some anime. Um, I would realize, like, you know, oh, I want to understand everything they're saying, and, mm-hmm. like, that's an end goal for me. So I'm all the way back here. I want to be all the way down there. So I've got all the space in between here and there to work for that goal. Um, and I can do it at a pace that is mine. And mm-hmm. no one's setting this goal for me, so I can do it all by myself. And I've, I'm setting the rules, I'm setting the pace. Um, oh, so then, another question. For you're yeah. saying you're setting the pace. What are your plans for during the Add One Challenge when you do have a set amount of time? What are your plans for if you start feeling encouraged? If I start feeling you, less encouraged? Yeah, like if you if you hit a point in French where you're like, I feel like I'm going nowhere, and like you feel really just discouraged about everything. That's when this handy-dandy channel I co-run comes in handy. <laughs> when I go back and watch my first French diary, my second one, because the first one was in German, um... And I see how little French I could speak. Wait, you did your first French diary in German? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember? No. Yeah. Oh my god. Meine Erfahrungen well. mit Französisch. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I had to. I, I saw an opportunity and I've I took it. I've watched all the videos on Polygon Fergus that you've put, posted. I just totally forgot that you did that in German. <laughs> 
I also, I just, I noticed this and I just need to comment on it because you and I have this habit that we do where when we're recording the podcast, at least at my desk here, we constantly look up at my bookshelf of language books. And it's I, just, it's the motivation to keep going the during the podcast. It's keep going. It's like, all right, maybe one of these will have another topic for us to talk about. I just really don't like talking to Matt. <laughs> I need to remind <laughs> myself why I'm here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so if I run into a bump like that during ad one, what am I going to do? Well, you've got a set minimum of time each day that does increase that you need to l- learn the language. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've got mini challenges and whatnot. But if I hit a road bump, I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill cool down, listen to music, watch um, a movie, or just like a French YouTuber, I think. Um, I might even read some of Le Petit Ponce, because mm-hmm. uh, my art Do you have a just... copy of that? I do, yeah. A friend gave me one. What? It's not up there. It's a paper Goals. copy. Oh, It's darn. like for, uh, for school. I'm trying to create a cop, um, a collection of um, Le, Le Petit, Petit Prince books in all of the languages I speak, but I only have one so far in Esperanto because the Esperanto one is a hardcover, and so, of course, being me, I've decided that all of them need to be hardcovers now, <laughs> and I found a hardcover in German but didn't buy it because shipping was insane, um, but other than that, like, all the French copies are oh. paperback and oh. like so if anyone finds like a cheap-ish hardcover please send me the link <laughs> another way i find motivation in language learning. this is really unhealthy oh no i look at language learning books i want to buy <laughs> <laughs> so i just kind of take a stroll through amazon i'll go on uh rootledge.com yeah um fun fact for the add one challenge you have to set like a reward and or like a punishment for if you complete it or if you fail and like my reward was almost like I'll buy myself I was some gonna books say that. I'm gonna in splurge. Bulgarian. Like, <laughs> but then I decided not to. Um, yeah, it was like that. I had something else that was like that too. Where it was just like I'll get language stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So for getting over road road bumps, uh, when I lose in the the encouragement I have to learn a language, I I just try to find it again. And you know, if I can't find it, it's okay. I put it down. I walk away. It will come back to me. There's a reason I started learning a language. It was mm-hmm. to learn it. And I know it will come That's back to good, me. That's a good reason to learn a language, yeah, well, I, I to learn, learn it. Because I want to learn it. Hey. Good job. Um, whether it's you love the country, you love the culture, a big part of Japanese You just want to learn it. You just want to learn it. I mean, a big part of Japanese for me was the culture intrigued me. I love the art. I love, I mean, the people. Um, yeah, I mean, even Norway. I just thought Norway was beautiful. And mm-hmm. I really love the music. Um, and so I picked up Norwegian. And, hey, that worked for quite a while. Um, okay, so, I guess... Well, okay, first, before I talk about what my hardest language is, what what's your easiest language? Oh, yeah, I never saw that. I, I can't say Esperanto, can I? I mean, is it the easiest language you've studied? Um, I mean, I can't, I don't know if I'd want to say German either. Oh. I don't know if I'd want to say German either, because I've studied German for so long, and it was the first one. Um, but it came very naturally to me. Um, so maybe that was it. And I think it was just because I was interested. I think it was just my interest in the language kept me going. Yeah, but um, you're interested in other languages, and they I mean, gone. it was before I realized I had a, like, I, I don't know if you want to say knack, I had an interest in other languages. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, I would either say that or Norwegian, maybe, just because Norwegian comes very easily to me due to German. Mm. Um, yeah, that's another Due thing. to the combined vocabulary of German and English, Norwegian kind of just fits perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not saying it makes it like not like those two because I speak I speak Norwegian. That's not how it works, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I'm able to put the puzzle together uh, in a very easy fashion. Yeah. Um, and it comes back to me very quickly. So like right now, I can only speak a few sentences of Norwegian because I've forgotten so much of it. Mm-hmm. But if I was to study it, it would come back within a little bit. Okay. So what would your hardest language be? My hardest was German. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a really rough time with German for a while. I'm currently doing really great, um, and I've been having a life crisis recently. I've told Matt about this, but I've been having this crisis where I've gone through, like, within hours of time throughout the day, I go through flashes of, like, can't <laughs> wait to finish up my German project and start Bulgarian on Monday with Ad 1 to, I don't want to do Ad 1, I just want to stick with German. I don't want to start it another language i want to learn more german and um so that's where i'm at right now which is great because um obviously i'm enjoying german yeah um for a very very long time i did not enjoy german at all (laughs) i really i was just like this isn't the language for me and that's okay i'm still gonna finish up what i set for myself to do with this project but after that, I probably won't study it anymore. But now at this point, I'm like, I'm going to study more. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing a memorized course nonstop. I've been, I've been doing German, like, nonstop. I've been like, I don't want to put it down. As soon as that one's over, I'm going How back. How long a streak do you have on memorized um, right now? Today will be my 13-day streak after wow. I go on. <laughs> wow. On Duolingo and memorize, I've got the same streak. Um, I've only got a streak on Duolingo, I think. Wait, so, wait. yeah, so I've, I'm at 13 days right now. Um, and... So, German was my hardest. I'd say difficult, most difficult things would be moving verbs to the end. Oh, so would um, you say, like, just the syntax of this language is, is just so different to what you're used to? Maybe. I mean, it was that. It was, like, just, like, hearing it, like, things just didn't make sense. Like, part of it was just, like, every time I'd listen to it, it could be really slow and really easy. But every time I'd listen it would hurt my head. Like, it would hurt <laughs> trying to figure out what they were saying. Oh, well, um, that's not good. With, like, just simple things. And, it like, it was also frustrating because, like, every other language has kind of come simply enough that I could be like, oh, yes, I understand this. But, like, mm-hmm. German and, like, cases are just, like, totally new. Um, there's just so much that I, I just... It was, like, a lot, and it felt really hard. And I've heard other people say, actually, like, other English speakers say that German has been the hardest language they've studied. And these are people that have learned Chinese and Japanese. Oh, wow. And other things. And they said that German has been the hardest. And I was like, okay, so maybe that's what this is. Like, maybe German will just be my hardest language. Um, But as we've gone on, I, I felt better. And I'd say... So one of the things that I'd say is, like, I've started that memorized course, which is, like, the top 5,000 words. There's, like, 5,015 words in it or something. Mm -hmm. It's the top 87% most spoken words or something um, sorted by frequency. And so I started that. So it took me way back to basics with words like me and, like, yes and stuff and then built me up to a mix of words I knew and didn't know. And, like, now I'm kind of learning a bunch of words. Like, there's a lot that I already do know, but then there's other words like transition words and stuff that I haven't known. And I feel like going back to the basics has really just made me feel so much better. So one yeah. of the w- things I'd say, if you're not feeling encouraged, s- go back to something like watch, like, a kid show or, like, do something really basic that you'll completely understand and just like give yourself the exercise of like going back over all that and you'll also start to feel better because like 
you do know it and it just puts you in a place like oh yeah I have learned a bit of this language like when you're not feeling encouraged like Matt said like go back and watch your old diaries like see where you were at at one point Mm -hmm. and know that you've come so much further and you can go so much further yeah and that's the thing if you don't make diaries which it's a thing we recommend in fact I don't think we talk about this enough we have a form on the bottom of every video if you want to submit your diaries to us um yeah you can. just you practicing any language you like we'll upload them uh upload them uh for you and you know we can put yeah any we were links. planning to do it was going to be like last wednesday of the month or something we were going to upload just a, a com- compilation a little... of like everyone's practice but we haven't really gotten enough that we really want to do but we also re- i'm just realizing now we never talk about it like yeah, there, there is a link it's, there it's if the you want it but we never discuss it so how do people know about it yeah um, i'm just realizing that we like have never spoken of it like, yeah so maybe we'll make a video about that one day um, asking for yeah we uh, put it in like the welcome to polyglot progress video but no one's gonna watch that at this point yeah so, uh so yeah i'd say german was hardest go back to the basics I also suggest doing something fun, like you said. Um, yeah, like, like watch a movie. Me with German anytime. Listen to music. Like, even do though, something you enjoy. <laughs> I apologize for jumping on your your train right here. It's but, not like um, I don't do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. At least you, at least you recognize it. Um, but uh, when it comes to me with German, um, even though it's a language that comes very naturally to me, I'll still hit road bumps with it, of course. Um, and when it comes to me hitting road bumps. Um, I will listen to my favorite song, so like Crow is a musician I love, Tombound Great, um, Heist Cult, I'll just listen to bands I love, sing along, I'll just kind of get out of that funk I'm in. I'll watch um, movies or shows I really love, so like there's a show called The Hoyta Show, and I love the guy, I think he's hilarious, and so um, I'll watch that and then just I'll forget about the fact that I'm trying to learn, and I'll just remember that I'm enjoying it. And then I will go back into learning with a healthier mindset. And it's just, it's like, it's very refreshing for me to sort of just get out of it, step away for a sec, and then jump back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and easiest, Esperanto. Esperanto? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Esper- but, but also, I should say that Esperanto was partially easy for me. The reason because Norwegian was easy for you, yeah. in a sense. Because I had a much easier time with Esperanto than you did. You did. Um, Esperanto is, is known as being a really easy language, but, like, it was insanely easy because so much vocab is, like, French. So, just so much is, like, French that I could just, like, I knew kind of everything without yeah. even needing it. Like, they t- tried and teach me the word, and I wouldn't even need to look up what it meant. Like, I was like, oh, this is book. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, again, it's kind of based on what you know. And in that sense, I think language learning becomes easier the more languages you know, both because you learn how you can learn best, yes. but you also yes. in the sense that the more languages you know, then when you learn similar languages, that's more languages to draw from to make connections. Yep. Like. Totally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yes, if I'm not encouraged, go back to the basics, do something fun. Remember yeah. why I'm learning. Yeah, totally. And again, you don't need to Take have a, a break from learning. time to time. But breaks are totally necessary. I'm right there with you. I mean, you you do kind of need to have a reason, but your reason could just be like, I, I like, like learning language. languages. Yeah. Like, this language seems like a challenge. And then when go. it gets hard, just be like, I chose this because it was challenging. I will work past this. And then I'll be able to say, hey, I learned this language. Yep. Um, so as of currently German as hardest, we'll see if that changes after I study some other languages. Like, also, I'm a little bit nervous about Bulgarian because it's... It's really different. Also, your first script language. Yeah, it's my first script language. But that, I feel like, was not as hard as I 
thought it would be. Um, I learned the script and forgot it and need and to relearn it, it again, and, and then, then forgot, forgot it, it again. <laughs> um, so I need to relearn it again, but like, I don't think it was as hard as I was expecting. Um, it's hard when I try and go back like right now, like when I'm going to go back in, it's hard going back in having forgotten the script because like I do write my notes completely in the, the alphabet. So like mm-hmm. I going back now, I'm, I have to, I know that the first few days of the Add One Challenge, I'm going to be needing to spend a lot of time just reading really slowly and trying okay. to figure out what things are. And that's that's um, no problem at all. But yeah, I also, I really don't want to rely on romanization. I want mm-hmm. to learn it with the script. That was me with Japanese, so, and I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, because I was briefly like, maybe I should just do romanization during the challenge. Like, I could probably learn more vocab, but then I was like, no. Yeah, because I mean... I'd rather learn less vocab, be able to say less by the end of the 90 days, than, like, not know the alphabet. I'm proud of you for saying that. That's a very brave thing to say, because I feel like most people coming into that situation, if the only way they're able to win the competition, quote-unquote win, because I think everybody gets something out of it... um, I mean, you win as long as you finish. Yeah, true. Some people don't win. I think if someone was, was told, like, you need to learn Bulgarian or, like, any script language and they had the opportunity to learn it in the Latin alphabet, if that's their native alphabet, mm-hmm. they would go for that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that there will be people that think that maybe I should just do it that way, but I feel like for me, like, I'd rather learn it that way than go have to go back in the future. I think going back in the future might even be harder. Yeah. Because I'll have learned to use romanization as such a crutch that then learning it with something else will be so much harder. Totally. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what else I had on here. Um, well, you said your hardest and easiest. I said my hardest and easiest. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Anything's possible. Well, that's like, it. No, I'm just kidding. Just, yeah, I'd say just figure out ways to get over stuff because, oh, I like, not falling prey, say. like, figure out ways to stay encouraged and then don't give in when people are like, you can't learn Chinese, it's too hard. Yeah, when... You okay, can. Okay. <laughs> Show them. <laughs> I'm going to give a word of advice to every listener out there. So I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening, you, you like languages, so that's cool. You're, you're a cool person. Um, I think that was a chair squeaking. Well, I thought it was your mom calling you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, we'll find out soon. <laughs> um, if you are interested in languages and someone who has no experience with languages is telling mm. you their opinion, their opinion is invalid. Yep. You you know what you're doing. You're the one who's going to be learning it. Listen to yourself. Do what your heart tells you and follow your dreams. I feel like that's just advice for everything. Like, also, because it's always the people who don't know languages who are the ones who are like, why are you learning Norwegian, learn Spanish? Mm -hmm. Like, it's always those people that are the ones who want to tell you which language to learn as well. And it's like, if you like Spanish so much, why don't you learn Spanish? Yes. Yep. Uh huh. I'm learning our Norwegian because I like Norwegian. You should learn Spanish because obviously you enjoy Spanish or something. (laughs) Or something. Like,. Especially just, like, people that don't, like, learn languages are the ones that say it, too. And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't know like, which language is hardest. Your opinion doesn't matter at all. And then they're like, well, it's best for a business or whatever. And it's like, well, maybe I'm not learning it for that. Like, yeah. I've got my own reasons. I'm learning things. because I have a friend there. I'm learning due to my heritage. Okay, person. Yeah. I'm valid. Yeah, like, I mean, there's so many things with Bulgarian people are like, oh, you from Bulgaria? Do you, like, know someone who's Bulgarian? No, I don't. I don't have either of those things. You've got a friend who's Bulgarian. That's the closest I've gotten. I've never met yeah. her. Like, so <laughs> that's the closest I've come to a, a real-life Bulgarian person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've high-fived her before. Here you go. 
Oh, yes. Bulgarian. <laughs> Bulgaria. <laughs> um, like, I don't have that. I don't have... I'm Like, as far as I know, I'm not from Bulgaria at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Like, people just... And then they're like, why don't you learn Russian? Well, because it's not Bulgarian. There you go. There you <laughs> go. I think that's all you need to say about it. Yeah, I honestly, that is how I'm going to respond when someone asks me, why are you learning X language? I'm going to say, because it's not Spanish, if that... Because it's not Spanish, but Matt, you speak Spanish. you're learning Spanish. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not one to speak on that Now you you can't do that now. Whenever people come after you and are like, learn Spanish, Matt, you'll be like, I am. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you'll get out of it. Maybe if we just learn all of those, like, languages people throw at you, like, you learn this, then, like, they'll be like, learn Spanish. Oh. Uh, learn Chinese. Done. <laughs> no, learn, just keep going. Uh, French. Done. <laughs> uh, German. Done. <laughs> I don't. What What would people even say after that? Um. I guess then they'd probably maybe Japanese and Korean. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like that's like then like yeah. maybe they'd just go for like biggest things. They'd be like uh, Indian, and it's like well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the age-old argument. You've got me now, haven't you? Oh, I mean, I've learned about five of India's major languages, but... <laughs> We're such nerds. Do you have a different one you'd like me to pick up? Indian? Which Indian language? Uh, what? <laughs> oh. You know, the one from India. <laughs> oh. This week on the Polylot Progress podcast, we mock monolinguals. Can we change it into mocking monolinguals? Hello Mocking and welcome monoglots. to the Mocking Monolinguals podcast. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Monolinguals Tears. Oh. Oh. <laughs> There's they sell mugs like at various stores that say like boy tears on them and like so I'm gonna tears. I'm gonna custom make you one that says monolingual tear. Monoglot tears. Mo- Monoglot tears. I need that in my life. Um <laughs> Your next like birthday or Christmas. Yeah. You know what you're getting for Christmas now. <laughs> I really hope so. Um, um, wow. Wow! Let's see, other than that... The Sidetrack Podcast. Should I we, ask you a really pressing question? Yes, like, really, this will really make it... What would you say are the easiest and hardest languages to learn? Like, for an English I think speaker. I, I think I've stated... For an English... I think I've stated where I like stand Like, if you were this. to tell someone, this is the easiest and this is the hardest... What would you pick? I would give them Esperanto, and they would thank me later when they realize how easy the grammar is. Because mm-hmm. so I, I realized something lately, um, recently, I mean, that if I throw someone into Esperanto, they're going to not understand how easy the grammar is, because they've never had experience with other languages. They're going to still probably find Well, if you're throwing someone in, wouldn't they be someone you're going to school with? You guys have to take language. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, I take someone from the general populace who has never had experience okay. learning a okay. foreign language. If I give them Esperanto, I sit them down with a book and a pen and Duolingo, <laughs> and I say, all right, learn. learn. <laughs> you um, have to learn Esperanto. Learn new. <laughs> um, if, I, if basically they have to learn it, I feel they're going to struggle. They're forced to learn. I don't believe you should force people to learn languages. This just in, Matt hates monoglots. He's going to force them all to learn Esperanto. (laughs) Tie them to a chair, learn Esperanto. I don't think that's the best policy. The language of peace. (laughs) The language of peace. Oh, no. Um, And then, okay, so what would you say was the hardest? The hardest? 
Matt's giving me, like, the most panicked face right now. His eyes just, like, got giant. He's like, oh, okay. God. <laughs> okay, you, it, for English speakers, you grow up learning the one alphabet that we have, which is 26 letters, mm. which you combine to make hundreds of words. I'm going to throw you... Hundreds of words, just hundreds. Just hundreds. We have a few hundred just words. Just a few hundred <laughs> words. Where, uh, uh, what's that ling- language in Indonesia? To- to- Tokipona? Tokipona. Because don't they only have, like, 300 words that you combine to make new words? Oh, yeah, is that that one? There's one that only has, like, 100. I don't that know if that's Tokipona or something of. else. Is it Tokipona? It's Tokipisa, isn't it? Uh, Toki- there might be both. Oh, man, I don't know anymore. Um, I know Tokipona is a language. Yeah, me too. I we're, don't, we're probably both I have wrong. not heard of Tokipisa, though. <laughs> I, I'm probably wrong, too. <laughs> There's also, what's it called? The one where it's all pictures. Um, oh, oh. That oh. one only has, like, a few hundred or something, or, oh. like, a hundred, and then you connect them to make words. What? what is this, like, symbols? Mm-hmm. Man. Um, but it was, like, created for, like, I believe it was created for that. It's at least used now in, you like, for a lot of, like, story, special, yeah. like, needs programs and stuff. And, like, because then the kids only have to learn, like, a hundred, like, um, like, pictures, and then yep. you combine the pictures, like, a person, like, a heart is, like, feelings. Okay. And, like, that sort of thing, so then yeah. it's, like, a lot, e- or, like, yeah. Um, well, either way, I would say... Bliss symbols. Bliss symbols, that's, because you wanted to learn it at one point. Yeah, I was gonna learn it, like, before this year to use this, like, shorthand for note-taking, but then I realized that learning it was gonna take up far too much time. Yeah. Like, it was gonna, I was like, I can take notes faster, and then I was like, okay, the amount of time it would take me to learn this would, like, totally take away from my whole, like, time-saving <laughs> thing here. I'm gonna say either Japanese or Osa. Okay. Slash Zulu. Slash Zulu. Osa or Zulu because they've both got the click constants and uh, and I think those are very odd for English speakers. When they hear them, they just kind of freak out. And then Japanese <laughs> because two new alphabets, um... Grammar that's a bit cuckoo, and a third alphabet that comes directly from another language. So I think mm. that would just sort of throw people off. It threw me off. I don't think it should have. I think I should have been more patient, and I think that was where I stumbled. Yeah, I think that was a lot of your problem when you were learning Japanese, was you were so used to making progress so fast that then when you weren't making progress, like it just felt like it was not... Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know how much more we have to say. I just want to thank uh, Leon again for submitting his question, and thank everybody for listening. Um, if you heard earlier when we were mentioning the um, 24-hour event that we're going to be hosting soon, uh, there will be more information about that. We might actually write a blog post, maybe. I'm just thinking mm, Yes, we've got it. a written blog. There's yeah, nothing on it right now. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a blog over at WordPress that we are currently in the... that is currently in the works. And so... Um, yes, maybe that'll be our there, kickoff. There will for also it. be a video, um, yeah, like we'll on the subject. So if <laughs> mainly look for that, there might be a written thing as well, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, we will let you know. Definitely, we will be talking about it like crazy, and we want to get everybody involved in it. But we cannot say much about it right now because we haven't. We don't really know much. <laughs> yeah, it's like really in the like we came up with the idea like two days ago or something. Yeah. Um, but it, it should be happening because we both really like the idea. Yep. Um, and to so, wrap up, mm-hmm. what is the hardest, easiest language? I don't know. Does it matter? Um, there we go. <laughs> like, learn what you want. Some languages might take more time. But 
honestly also whatever's hardest you need to figure out what's hardest for you as a language learner like is it cases is it grammar is it learning vocab like what Mm -hmm. part is it for you and then based on that that's kind of what the hardest language is for you yeah um totally like if writing systems are hardest maybe chinese would be hardest for you Mm -hmm. but if um cases are hardest hungarian might be hardest like one of those things um yeah how to not fail to play to language difficulty don't listen to monoglots don't listen listen to to even other language learners that are like oh man i tried to learn Mm. hindi and it was so hard like you are not them yeah, Do what you're not you want. me. You you could have such an easy time with Japanese, and yet Norwegian could be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And then, um, when you stop feeling encouraged in a language, um, do something fun. Remind Watching yourself why you're learning. Learners. Watch other language learners. Tim Donor. Um, I love doing that. I love just watching like those videos of people that are like person speaks 20 languages yeah and like i love watching that and being like wow yeah i want to be that person so i need to go study if i want to be able to do that um maybe record like keep a notebook of your writing keep a notebook or record videos on your laptop record little messages on your phone of you speaking and be able to go back and be like oh yes i've improved so much i love Um, all of this that you're saying and i want to do all of it and then these are all things I do. And yeah, then, I know. Um, go back to the basics. Yeah, that helps. It makes you feel better. Um, take a break. Don't push yourself. Don't Breathe. burn out. Breathe. Remember that Meditation if you're not doing helps. a channel challenge, you literally don't have a certain amount of time you need to learn it by. Um, if you are doing a challenge, remember that you're doing it for you. So and you can still breathe. So you you still have time to breathe if you need to not to push yourself that's okay maybe you won't get as far in the 15 days but being healthy is also really important for getting far in the 15 days yep that'll be happening in another podcast too we're talking about mental health um lastly anything is possible follow your dreams follow your dreams speak all of the languages or just one if that's your goal (laughs) yeah honestly do what you want you do you my friends um yes all right Is that all? I think it is. Okay. So thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. And remember, practice makes progress. All right. Bye. See you then. Bye.